Hello and welcome to HW Editorial with me Sujeet Nair. Here you can listen to my views, my analysis. Follow this podcast to stay updated. At HW News, we have been delivering news that matters to you. Our goal is to present you with information that stimulates conversations around topic of larger public importance that often gets lost in prime time shows. Namaskar. Welcome to another episode of Editorial. On 15th of April, Atik Ahmed and his brother Ashraf Ahmed were murdered by three assassins, three young men. Atik and Ashraf were being taken for their medical test by the Uttar Pradesh police. Two days back, that is 13th of April, Asad Ahmed and one of his accomplices, Gulam Mohammed, were killed by the police. They were encountered by the police. So in two days, four people died. Two were killed by the police and two were killed by assassins. Let's talk about this. Let's get right into the show. So like I said, uh, let's divide our current today's editorial into three three different parts okay part number one let us talk about what happened to Atik Ahmed and his brother Ashraf uh, Ahmed then let's talk about um, what is encounter let's get some legal perspective in place to understand what is encounter and then let us Discuss the topic of today or rather the, the question of today, whether encounter should be promoted, whether we should allow such encounters. So let's discuss these three facts. Okay, let's start with what happened to Atik. Now Atik Ahmed and his brother Ashraf was murdered while they were being taken to uh, this hospital called Colvin Hospital for medical checkup. They were in police custody. They were in the custody of Prayagraj police. We all know it. They were actually answering media. They were going to answer media. And that is when some uh, three men called Lavish Tiwari, Arun Maurya and Sunny Singh came and shot them. They shot them and then uh, they surrendered to the, to, the, to the police and you know they were carrying uh, very sophisticated weapons and so on and so forth. They were sophisticated pistols, so on and so forth. Expensive sophisticated pistol. Uh, and uh, just two days before that, Atik Ahmed's son, Asad Ahmed, and one of his accomplices, uh, Mohammed Gulam, was shot dead, 13th of April. They were shot dead by the cops. They were encountered by the cops. 13th April, son was killed in an encounter. 15th April, father was killed by assassins. Okay, <clears throat> now uh, let's understand Atik Ahmed. Was he a good man? Was he a, a pious man? Was he a man who was completely, uh, you know, uh, clean and no offense? No, 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 no. There were a lot. Of, he was accused for a lot of things. He was accused for a lot of things. He has been behind bars and so on and so forth. So he is a known criminal. He is a don. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. In fact, in fact, Atik Ahmed was charged with the homicide of Umesh Pal. Umesh Pal was a crucial witness in the 
2005 मर्डर केस ऑफ बहुजन समाज पार्टी लीडर राजूपाल असोसिनेटेड एंड दूस फॉर दिस असोसिनेशन दैट इज राजूपाल असोसिनेशन वॉज ऑल्सो अतीक अहमद सो अतीक अहमद कोई दूध का धुला नहीं था करेक्ट है ही वॉज ऑल्सो डॉन देर इज नो डाउट अबाउट इट देर इज नो डाउट अबाउट इट His son, this man Asad Ahmed, was seen threatening cops, was seen abusing cops in a viral video. So he too went his father's way. He too was not a a pious man or something. He was also a don. So therefore, a lot of people say that, "Okay, yar, a don was killed. Big deal. Why are we making such a halla bulla about it?" Okay. Now before I get into you know what people say and what we believe um let me give you some few fundas about encounter in india theek hai na this word encounter was made popular by india actually the word encounter became popular in the late 20th century in india and uh, it seems that uh, encounters uh, was used in cities including mumbai chennai kolkata and ghaziabad in the initial days all these cities used encounter and of course the first encounter of the country dates back to 1982 when 37 year old gangster popularly known as maniya surve in mumbai was killed on 11th of january 1982 so maniya surve is the first official encounter killing of by mumbai police in maharashtra in india that's when this entire process started Now let me also give you some interesting facts. I will give you the legal opinion about encounter. I'll give you the legal guidelines, the Supreme Court guidelines on encounter. The Supreme Court of India says that the police force has the right to injure or kill a criminal for the sole and the only purpose of self-defense, or where it is eminently necessary for the maintenance of peace and order. However, the court says nothing must be done to settle personal feuds. ठीक है ना दिस इज वॉट द कोर्ट्स व्यू इज इन फैक्ट इफ यू एक्चुअली लुक एट इट फ्रॉम अ लीगल फ्रेमवर्क देर इज नो प्रोविजन इन इंडियन लॉ दैट डायरेक्टली ऑथोराइजेस द एनकाउंटर्स ऑफ क्रिमिनल्स देर इज एब्सोल्युटली नो लॉज दैट सेज दैट हाउ एवर देर इज अ सर्टन एनेबलिंग प्रोविजन व्हिच कैन बी इंटरप्रेटेड डिफरेंटली टू वेस्ट पुलिस ऑफिसर्स विद सर्टन पावर टू डील विद क्रिमिनल्स you know the interesting part of it is there is no like i like the like i said before there is no law but the interesting part of it is there is there are certain provision but this provision is not just for the police officer this provision some of them is true for common people like you and me also because the right to protect our life in fact i will take you through it in almost all cases where an encounter have taken place it is done for self defense of the police officer now point number 2 which is the most important point under section 96 of the indian penal code every human being has the right to private defense which is natural and an inherent right you and i also have this right to defend ourselves it is a right of a citizen for private defense okay which is also there for the police officers now similar section 100 of ipc exception of section 300 of ipc section 46 of the code of criminal procedures that is crpc etc lays down similar provisions with regards to investigation in extra judicial killing and case of culpable homicide so there are sections that also investigates on extra judicial killing so this is broadly what the the, the supreme court guidelines is on encounter so we 
heard about what happened to Atik Ahmed. We heard about uh, what uh, encounter is and what is the Supreme Court's view on this. Supreme Court's view is very clear. Let me just conclude that, that part of it. Supreme Court is very clear. Baba, you want to defend yourself. You're a police officer. You want to defend yourself. Of course, you should defend yourself. Your life is equally important like anybody else's. So to save your life, you can, you can, you can use whatever means. Number one. Number two. They say that if there is an imminent danger, if the society is an imminent danger and you need to use force to, to stop that danger, then you are, you, are, you, are, you are open to use it. This is what the Supreme Court says, which is a very journalistic understanding. Supreme Court also says that you can't use it for your personal benefits. This is also what Supreme Court says and Supreme Court says that, you know what, there is no specific law that says under section 142 or 132 or 129 or whatever it is, under so and so section, you are, you can take the gun and shoot somebody. The Supreme Court doesn't say that there is no such guideline. So there is no rule that actually allows encounters. It is basically taking one rule and interpreting it. So, so now we understood rule. Now let's get into this debate of is encounter right? I come from the city of Mumbai. <clears throat> I come from the city of Mumbai. Therefore, I have seen encounter. I have seen encounter in Mumbai. Like I said, the first encounter that happened was in 1982 in Mumbai. The thing is, a civil society rests on three factors to give justice. There are three independent bodies that are functioning, one to create law, one to ensure that the investigation is done and one to ensure that the law is executed properly. There are three independent bodies working towards providing you justice. That's fair. That's fair. Now what happens if you completely remove the judiciary out? The person who investigates the person who investigates, if he thinks you are guilty, if he is given the right to pick up the gun and shoot you, kill you, where is justice? Mind you, I had said that before I was, like I was, while I was talking, I told you, a lot of cases that are put in front of the judiciary, the judiciary finds them not guilty and they release the, 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 the accused. Some of them are genuinely not guilty. Some of them are genuinely not guilty. Some of them, there is no evidence. But then the accused gets his justice in court. That's what the court system is. Thousand uh, criminals can set free, thousand guilty can be set free, but one not guilty should not be punished. That's what the court is. And that's what a civil society is based on. Somewhere down the line, if you disregard court, that sheer essence of justice gets destroyed. And that's the point I want to make here today. Number one, number two, the court goes by certain laws, certain IPCs, CRPCs, they go by certain laws which are prescribed in the book. They go by certain procedures where the lawmakers makes the law, puts it as a bill, the bill is passed in the parliament, then the parliament converts it into an act and then it goes into law and then it is executed. There is a process that takes place. Imagine if all that is gone and the cop is given a gun and he can just shoot because I think he's a robber and doom, shoot. What happens then? Is that the society one wants to live? Vigilantism looks good. Vigilantism also makes people happy because there is instant justice. As human beings, we feel very excited when there is vigilantism. I say, good, good. You see, I was 
I was I was injured during the Mumbai bomb blast in 1993. Me and my wife, both of us, were injured during the Mumbai bomb bomb blast. And uh, you know, <laughs> the the thing was at that point in time, every person who was whose name uh, whose name appeared in newspaper who got involved in the bomb blast, you know, hearts of hearts, I also felt these people should be shot dead, killed. I also felt that. So did my wife. Both of us felt. Because we thought, you know, at that point in time, you know, we wanted justice and that would be justice for us. But today, when I think of it, I'm happy that the government of India took them to court. I'm happy that they got their day in court. I'm happy some of them were let, down, let out free. I'm happy because at least there was a process of law that followed. I was living in a civil society. That point in time, I was angry. But then, for the longer run of, of our country, for the longer run, for the larger interest of our country, for the larger interest of our society. Today, I think that it is good that each of those culprits were taken to the court. They were given their day in court. They proved they were either they proved to be guilty. They proved to be not guilty. Guilty got punished. Non-guilty got released. I'm happy. Vigilantism will create problems for this country. And I will tell you why. Those three people, those three young guys who killed Atik Ahmed and uh, his brother, Lavish Tiwari, Arun Moria and Sunny Singh, they were doing because they were vigilantes. They thought they, are, they thought that they were doing the right thing by killing that guy because in their minds, Atik Ahmed, to the best of my knowledge, to the best of my knowledge, Atik Ahmed had nothing to do with those guys. Those guys had nothing to do with Atik Ahmed. But they were doing it in their minds for the, for the good of the society. Imagine if every youth, 23 year old, 22 year old youth started buying guns and shooting people, whoever they thought that, you know, were doing wrong to the society or every dawn or every criminal or every, they started killing. What happens? And where are they getting these inspirations from? The inspiration comes from the society and the thinking of the society. Because the society starts thinking that, okay, ah, he was shot, no good, very good. There was encountered, no, very good. These young guys would say, okay, okay. So that means shooting somebody just because you think he's doing wrong. In fact, they also go out to say that, law time and so on and so forth. All these, all these, all these pictures are created and you start taking a gun and shooting people. Is that what you want to see this country to be? Is that what you think India should be? Ask yourself this question. Ask yourself this question and possibly you will get your answer. Till I see you next time. That is tomorrow at 10 p.m. Namaskar. If you like this episode, please rate us with five stars right now. HW News Podcasts are available on BingePods and all other audio platforms. Also, don't miss to check out our news reports from the house of HW News Podcast. We are sure you will love it too.